Welcome to Conscious Life Design. My name is Lena Souk. I am a creative entrepreneur and master coach. And the intention of this podcast is to empower you to actively design the life you desire. I mix science and spirituality, corporate with entrepreneurial experience, and strategy with intuition. You are listening to episode two. Thank you to everyone who listened to episode one and provided me with amazing feedback. Thank you to everyone who participated in the poll that I posted on Instagram last week. I gave a couple of topic options for this episode. There was a winner and there was a runner-up. So the winner was how to romanticize your life. The runner-up was cracking the confidence code. And you're probably realizing that this episode is neither of those topics. Well, I flipped the script because I can, because it's my podcast, (laughs) but I want to explain to you why. So first of all, I'm thrilled actually that How to Romanticize Your Life won because I have been quietly working on a very exciting project that has to do with this concept. Romanticizing your life is a mantra and a mindset that has changed my life. I've been talking about it for years and sharing about it on my social media, how I do it. And I'm going to launch that podcast when my project launches, which is on track for June, next month. In terms of cracking the confidence code, I actually sat down and I thought about it and I came up with five really amazing actionable tips on how to boost your confidence through my own personal experience and and research and I started recording the podcast and it just didn't feel right like it felt flat so I realized that it's because there's a topic that's very much on my heart right now that I want to talk about it's something that I'm going through not for the first time and it's something that I've recently talked to a few people about that they're going through it too. So if I know already myself and a few people are going through it, I figure probably a lot more people out there will resonate with this message. So today, the episode is about navigating identity change, specifically going from being an extrovert to an introvert. So lately I've been really feeling called to go within It's been taking a lot of energy for me to mobilize to go and do social things. Even when I DJ, I'm behind the booth and I'm in my own little space. So I realized that the last time that this happened for me was a game changer in my life. It was a catalyst. It was during the time where I hit a plateau in my corporate career and I wasn't really sure what I was doing or where I wanted to go or who I wanted to be. So I went within and then my life changed so much for the better. I moved to Miami. I transitioned out of my corporate career. And this is my fifth year in Miami. And when I got here, I hit the ground running. Like I was at every networking event, every community event. When I started DJing, I was playing like 30, 40 hours a week. I was taking every gig, I was showing up and I had that energy and I had that drive and it was divine source energy because in that time I was building my personal brand. I was building on my personal brand that I had already built 
over those last couple of years, but taking it to the next level. And now it's been five years of this really robust energy and community and connection. And lately I've just been noticing that I don't have that same level of energy that I used to. And so as a result, I'm finding myself staying in more, spending more time in more quiet spaces. I'm feeling really called to get grounded, which is interesting because I live in a high rise on the 29th floor. And I've been feeling very uneasy about being so far from the ground recently. And even the fact that it takes so long to get down to the ground has been very uncomfortable for me. Um, so these are all things that I've been experiencing. And it's a really interesting topic because I talk about conscious life design, right? So consciously designing your life is not something that you sit down and do once and now you have the life that you want because we're human beings. And as we grow and as we evolve, our values change, our priorities change, our interests change. So conscious life design is actually a very much ongoing process. And it makes me wonder how many people are clinging to a past version of themselves simply because it's so uncomfortable to change. And in the theme of being vulnerable with you, I will say that even though I have all of these tools and the conscious awareness of what's going on within me while change is happening, I still feel resistance and I still feel some levels of shame and guilt. So let me explain. When changes are happening, we are built to resist them. <laughs> Neural pathways become so strong when we practice the same thing over and over and over again. So to create new habits takes momentum, it takes intention, it takes awareness. Meanwhile, the ego is there to protect us and doing the same thing feels safe. So doing something different is like all the alarms go off, all the bells and whistles go off and the ego is like, no, don't do something different. You're so good at what you've been doing over and over and over again. Just stay the same, stay the same. But the higher self knows that you're evolving. Your soul wants something new, something different. And even having this understanding of everything, we still experience resistance and it's still hard. So for example, something that I found hard in this experience is that over the last few years, I've become very community oriented. I love to go to people's events. I love to support, see what they create, participate. It fills me up with joy. And so now having this very strong feeling inside that I want to stay and create and focus and rest and, and do that inner work again, it's really hard for me to say no to the events that I get invited to because deep down I do want to go and support and that's what I'm used to and that's that's what I do 
So these are the little moments that make change hard. And these are the challenges that we deal with to get to the next level of our lives. So what I've done for this episode is I've put together five things you can do if you're going through this now as well. The first thing is to recognize and accept your feelings. This may sound obvious, but I do see a lot of people who are running on old programming and it's no longer feeling good for them, but they continue to do it. And I was one of those people where there was a feeling inside of me that was quite loud and it was saying like, hey, this is not you anymore. This is not you anymore. This may never have been you actually, but do something, do something about it. And if you don't recognize and accept your feelings and you keep stuffing them down, you're going to continue to live out of alignment and then that eventually manifests in everything. Your physical body and your relationships and your career. So maybe for me now it seems obvious, but recognizing and accepting your feelings is the first step. It's okay to admit that you're not the same person you once were. Embracing that change is a natural part of life and that your identity is fluid and adaptable. So, you know, like I said, now, even with this conscious awareness, I feel like, okay, now I identify as an introvert. Well, no, like I don't need to identify as anything. I do find that most of the time I want to be in my own space, doing more creative things, and working on my own projects. But that said, I can still make the choice when I feel inspired or energized to go out and to do something and to be around people. So recognizing that you don't need to put yourself into any box, but notice what's happening, recognize it and accept it. The next thing is to reassess your boundaries. So burnout often occurs when we neglect our personal boundaries and overextend ourselves. So Take a step back, evaluate your social commitments and obligations, learn to say no when necessary, prioritize activities that promote self-care and recharge your energy, even if other people don't understand, even if other people get offended. That is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to make sure that you are good, right? Like this is part of self-reparenting work, becoming a conscious parent to your inner child. If your inner child has been running around at the park all day, they might not even realize they're exhausted, but they start to throw tantrums and they cry out of nowhere. And they just, they might not even understand that they're so tired, but they just need rest. So that could be happening with your own inner child. So spend some time with the little you, even if other people don't understand. On the flip side, if you're going through the opposite, if you're going from being an introvert to being an extrovert, maybe you release some of those boundaries. You know, um, actually, my one of my cousins is going through that experience where she moved down to South Florida, and she has this newfound excitement for life. And she used to be an introvert, and now she is going out and going to different events, meeting people. That's what happened to me when I moved down here. And there's a time where you can drop some boundaries and let yourselves get out there. And then when it's time, you put those boundaries back up again. And again, your inner 
environment may be rejecting this because it's different and maybe it feels wrong or unsafe, just start and assess how it goes. And that leads into the third part, which is rediscovering activities that suit the version of you now. So as an extrovert, it's common to rely heavily on social interactions for fulfillment. And if you're in this new season, now you can explore hobbies that allow you to spend time alone, such as reading, writing, simply enjoying nature, embracing the opportunity to connect with yourself. So this is a time to rediscover new activities or perhaps activities that you once enjoyed that you haven't done in a while and now you can invite them back into your life. The next step is to get the support system that you need for this transition. So maybe even listening to this podcast, you feel this like warm, fuzzy feeling inside because you're like, wow, Alina's going through this too. And she knows other people who are going through it. So you feel understood. You know, navigating identity change can be challenging. So a support system is crucial. So whether it's close friends or family members who can be empathetic and understand Maybe it's a therapist or a coach or a support group where you can connect with others who are going through a similar experience. Uh, you might notice that some friends that you used to resonate with, you don't resonate with anymore. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with either of you or that your friendship is over forever. Friendships can evolve and then you find connection with people who are more aligned with your current energy. So seeking support and understanding for what you're going through is extremely important for these types of changes. And finally, going beyond just recognizing and accepting these new qualities of yours, you can actually embrace those qualities. So rather than viewing this as a negative change or like a heavy, difficult change, you can embrace this new facet of your personality. So you can cultivate introspection, practice mindfulness, appreciate the richness that solitude can bring, even if it doesn't feel that way at first. Make an effort to actually celebrate these new qualities that you are experiencing. So while navigating an identity change can be transformative and exciting, it can also be challenging. However, by recognizing and accepting our feelings, reassessing our boundaries, exploring new activities, setting up support, and celebrating these new qualities in our personalities, we can really find balance and rediscover ourselves and actually write a new chapter of our lives. Remember, self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and it's okay to evolve and change along the way. So what does this look like for me in this chapter? Something about me is I love storytelling and I have learned to view my life as a story. When I work with my clients, I love to help them with their narrative and rewrite, readjust their narrative to suit a story that makes them excited. So for me, this next chapter of my story is going to involve leaving Miami, not forever, 
Miami is definitely my home base and somewhere where I actually came and made a home for myself. You know, my parents came to the U.S. They settled down in New York and eventually New Jersey. That's where they made their home. I made my home in Miami. I love the city. I am just going to leave it for the summer. <laughs> and my first stop is my family's house. So I'm going to go spend some quality time with my family and then see where the summer takes me. I look forward what this season will bring about. And I really look forward to continuing this podcast. I'm recording this on a Saturday morning. I hear the madness of Miami outside and I could not be happier to just be sitting here and talking to you. I hope that you found something in this episode helpful. If you feel inspired, please go ahead and subscribe, rate, leave a review. If you have anything you want to share with me, please send me a message on Instagram at Alina Souk or send me an email to alina at alinasouk.com. I have some incredible guests lined up for the podcast and some topics that I will be sharing with you as we go. So thank you for being here and I will talk to you next week. Bye.